up our friends from the internet. This is the Tech Your Games Podcast. I'm your host, Tony, here with my co-host and Chief Leo. How's it going, man? Chief, Chief Leo Officer. Chief Leo Officer. That's good to be here. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for having me again. I'm looking forward to this one. There's a lot to cover. Microsoft yeah. big again. We can't seem to get away from it, but yeah, we'll get into all that. I wish I could stop talking about Microsoft, <laughs> you know, like... Or talking uh, about like how excited we are for something they're doing instead of it being a, just the constant autopsy on their business practices but we'll see yeah i guess one's sort of exciting depending on how you look at it yeah. uh, it's exciting you know, for some people like there's a positive employees <laughs> there's a positive spin you know todd howard's uh, having a good day yeah todd howard has bought so many new leather jackets this week <laughs> his his closet, brown, i'd imagine his black. closet is incredible yeah, it's he, just like he bought a white leather jacket this week yeah. a uh, gift from his bud his bud bobby i could definitely see todd howard owning like uh like those volleyball style Ray-Bans, you know, like absolutely that he, wear, that he wears on the weekends when he's driving the kids in his uh, expedition or whatever yeah. shitty Ford truck, his you know? Escalade or whatever. Yeah. Know. Yeah. He it's... thinks he's so fucking cool. <laughs> y'all, y'all um, motherfuckers heard of Morrowind? That was me. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. He plays the soundtrack as he drives around <laughs> super loud. His kids are just like, like you please, gotta, please. you put on Travis Scott? No. Yeah. We want to listen to wet ass pussy, time. Dad. Please put on wet ass pussy for us. And he's like, "No, um, yeah, that's that's pretty good." Um, before we get into all that wild news that we've uh, teased here, uh, Leo, what have you been playing this week? Yeah, so I played some games this week. You'll be excited to hear. Wow, um, that's, that's big news. <laughs> yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, I beat Mario sixty four, and I started playing uh, Super Mario Sunshine. And I remember when I played it on the GameCube, I was like, there's something wrong with this game. Like, there's, some, it's, there's something off about it. Oh, yeah, so there's I never, something off about it. <laughs> I never spent a lot of time with it. I think, you know, I think I beat it, but I didn't 100% it. And I'm, I really like 3D Mario games, so I usually 100% all of them, I think, except that one. So it's been interesting playing it again. And sure enough, it's true. I just, it's, it's not good. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's very strange. It, I, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say it's a bad game, like, but it's, it's a, a bad game. It's a bad Mario I'm, game, that's for damn sure. It's like a I'm the Mario lover here, and it's a bad game. Well, I mean, it's still fun. It's charming in some ways. It's just there's something wrong with it. Like it's a, it's maddening. I think it's maddening more than it's fun most of the time. It's it's right? interesting playing it right after Mario sixty four, which is why I'm excited to explore this collection for this exact reason. Because Mario sixty four is aged. It's very old now. But it still plays really well and was fun as hell. Even when it was frustrating because the camera sucked, it was like this is a relic of its time. You know, I understand that. You gotta kind of, you gotta kind of just get on board with that. But I loved it. I had a blast getting all the stars. It like brought back a lot of memories. I was way better at it now too, which was cool. Like I got all the stars very quickly. And I remember when I was a kid, it took me forever. And then hopping right into Mario Sunshine. First of all, it does look great. It looks actually amazing i think for a gamecube game it looks awesome and it looks very it does, modern yeah. too it looks i mean i know it was updated but it looks like it could have come out five years ago it's very interesting um so that part of it they nailed that stuff they did not nail is a weird ass story and like the tone is weird like mario goes to jail and there's yeah. a strange like i don't like the voice acting i really don't like how the all the worlds are like the same theme yeah, I don't like the characters either. I don't like the characters, I don't like the writing really, and I don't like the, the gameplay. It's all very like weird and gimmicky. Not just the Flood suit, which is kind of fun, but more it's just annoying. Yeah, I think the Flood suit's actually, as a concept, pretty cool. Yeah, it, like, it's not you know? bad, especially when you're like cleaning up, you know, as someone who likes cleaning a lot, there is something very compelling about like, cleaning up the paint, 
And that, that is kind of a fun mechanic. To, to have it be the main primary thrust of the game, though, is very strange. And to reduce Mario's moves in order to account for it was also weird. Like, you can't long jump anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just... It's, it's still fun to some degree, but it, it just feels bad. Like, it feels like a weird... Like a fan-made game, almost. Or like a spin-off. Yeah, I was watching some gameplay of it. And, you know, even right in the beginning, the moment it's like... Oh, R2 is your shoot your uh, flood button, and R1 is your plant your feet and aim button. Yeah. And and you just watch that mechanic in action, and you're just like, oh, yeah, this shit sucks. Like, you yeah. know, like, immediately you look back, and you're like, oh, yeah, I've seen, I remember this, and this shit is terrible. Like, trying to aim. Well, they had pressure-sensitive uh, triggers on the GameCube, so it worked a little better, but they don't, yeah, they don't have that on the Switch, so they had to yeah. just, yeah. But even then, even just being in aim mode and trying to hit what you're trying to hit, and, like, it's just it's rough, you know. Like, uh, it just it's just not. It doesn't it's play just not fun. good, right? Yeah, yeah. It even does not play that are well. good. Even people that are good at that game, like, like at the end of that game, still play it in a clunky, cumbersome fashion. Yeah. You know, and and that to me is like a, a real failing. Like, you don't seem to achieve any mastery. I agree with of that. Those things. Like, there know, are cool tricks, and like they, there's some stuff I like about it. But overall, I agree with you. It feels like it's um, it's it's simply put, it's less fun to play. Yeah, and it's not trying to get through it because I think know? it actually looks yeah it looks incredible for the time like I'm really consistently blown away by how good it looks um but other than that yeah it just it's not fun to play which is not but good for a Mario game you know you look at like even 64 and you know Odyssey more so I think but uh by the end of that game you're so good yeah. at like triple jumping oh, totally. and long jumping yep. and butt slamming and you're just like using all these tools to like really make short work of things that were difficult for you before and to like nail jumps that were hard. And then you look at uh sunshine and you're just like, Oh, this has like none of that, you know, other than the sliding, I think people get pretty good at, but, yeah. uh, but for the most part, it's just, it still looks like shit. Even if you've been playing for yeah 30 hours, right. You look just as bad as the first. Yeah. Hour. The locomotion is just not good. And that's such yeah. a key critical part of Mario. And it's something Mario 64 did well, despite again, despite its age, it still just feels fun. Like you can jump around and explore and, and and even like the design of the stars is very like almost like vindictive and it's just not it's not fun like i'm i do want 100 percent it just because it's like the one hole in my you know but i'm really honestly not enjoying it which is not it's something a, i expected it's the main hole yeah i'm i'm, I'm really excited for galaxy though because <laughs> yeah. i i remember loving that so it'll be fun to get back to a good one anyway i'll keep you posted next week if i keep playing but i think i'm at like i'm only at like 30 suns sunshines or whatever they're called and it's like oh, they're called oh. uh shines they're called yeah, shines yeah 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 you have to like collect these blue coins everywhere and like i don't know it's not i just don't like it so we'll see that's one of the things i didn't like about 64 too like the introduction of like you got to get the red coins and the stars you know it's yeah. like like this we don't need it doesn't need to be fucking you know uh, it's just like a, a little, currency it's just collector. a little lazy because they were like eh, yeah wait, this this will give us you know this will give us a new star in each level with very little effort yeah this will add more game without yeah. really adding any exactly. you know, like which is yeah. not a very nintendo thing to do usually so it yeah. does it does kind of stick out but it really sticks out in sunshine yeah so sunshine is like the double down yeah. on it right or it's just yeah it's pretty bad yeah but uh but anyway. anything else you played yeah i i played a bunch i was actually playing earlier today of silent hill 2 Ooh, spooky yeah it is spooky it was it was cool because i saw somehow that they had a team of modders had like enhanced the shit out of it for pc 
So I just found some like old abandoned wear site. You know, there's all those great sites that just have old ass games now, which is really cool. And I just downloaded mm-hmm. it and install all this cool stuff. It, re- it like up reses a lot of the textures, it, you know, it patches everything so it can run in higher resolutions. They, they made it so it's really easy to use with an Xbox controller. They just made it run like a modern game, you know, but they yeah. did a really good job. They upscaled all the audio too. Like everything has been ported over from the PS2 version, which is better. The initial PC port was an Xbox port. Um, so anyway, all that to say, these people put a lot of work into making this the ultimate Silent Hill 2 experience. And so I always appreciate that when people do it. It's so cool. And it is fun being a PC gamer and being able to kind of take advantage of that. Uh, yeah, Silent Hill is legit spooky. It is, man. And it's I know we've talked about this. We don't have to talk about it too long because I know you're not a big horror guy. But like Silent Hill 2 really is a fascinating game. The, the sound design is is really second to none it is so scary but also so like beautiful simultaneously which is a very hard thing to to nail um it just the overwhelming sense of like sadness and and how surreal it is and and very scary too but like i'm not really scared by it anymore it's more just like the tone and the environments are so unlike anything else and uh it's been interesting playing again now that it is very old it came out in 2001 i think or 2002 so even with the upscaled textures and everything really running at its finest, you know, it's an old game, but it doesn't matter because it's the the artistry behind the sense of tone is just really second to none. And I really am loving it. So, yeah, again, I, I know you're not a big horror guy, but it, it is like this feels this game is extremely special and really remarkable in so many ways. And I think it's an example of a game that in, you know, in 80 years, people will still point to it and be like, looks like shit. But holy crap, that was an interesting game. Yeah, like half life, well, you know. Yeah, with that in mind, I was actually thinking of something when I was walking the dog yesterday. I think. Yeah, we're going. In, maybe it was this morning. Actually, we're going into October, right? We got yeah. four episodes coming after this. Hell yeah! Uh, going into October, uh, the fun thing would be I would play a scary game, but I'm not going to do that. But I think very simply, can you recommend <laughs> us one good horror game for the next four weeks uh, that we can kind of share? For our leading into Halloween for people to play and get their spook on uh, for this, this this Halloween month. Uh, I mean, I guess like I would say Final 2 just because it's very... Well, that could be your this week's. Yeah, right? that's... But I want that's... one every week. No, yeah, totally. I'm just thinking for this week. The reason being is it's free, <laughs> which is pretty compelling. Like, you can just that is a it. good. That's a good value proposition. Yeah, it sure is. Anyway, you look at it. It does require some setup and stuff, but, you know, if you listen to the show a lot, you probably enjoy that kind of stuff. Um so yeah, that that's a great idea. Yeah, I'll think about it yeah. for sure for next week. But for this week, anyone who's out there, just find a free copy. Like I said, I forget the name of the site, but just Google Silent Hill 2 ISO download and you'll find it. And then I think it's called Silent Hill Enhancement Project. And all that's free as well. Everything's free. There's instructions. It tells you how to do it. It's a little bit of work, but you know that only makes it all the more fun when it works. Yeah, you can figure it out. You guys are smart. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're if, smart I, if I could do there. it in an hour, I'm sure it'll take you guys even less time. But um, yeah, I just you're such a horror expert and I'm such a <laughs> I'm such a so ignorant to anything horror that, uh, you know, yeah, I would love to get your input on what, what, what to play for this Halloween season. Yeah, no, totally. I feel very uh, sort of checked out just because I haven't really kept up with modern horror games because there's so many. But uh, but yeah, no, this will be a great opportunity to think about it. And I'm very excited for Halloween. So I'll keep I'll keep thinking about it. Yeah, it'll, maybe it'll, you know, kind of inspire you to try some stuff. Yeah, I hope so. Kind of these spooky, spooky times. <laughs> what, did, what did you play this week? That's that's most of what I played. And it was interesting playing two very different Japanese games from around the same era, right? They both came out within like a year or two of each other. 
both by you know prominent Japanese studios, and they could not be more different. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. Literally, they could not. I can't imagine two games that are more different than Silent Hill Two and Super Mario Sunshine, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Polar opposites. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, similar kind of gameplay. You know what I mean? Yeah. The third person. Of, very, yeah. The... Very similar imagery. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so I played uh, a lot of the old regulars. Um, you know, I played a lot of fourteen as I always do. Nice. Uh, I decided I wanted a tank, so I made a paladin. Oh, well, made nice. Well, if you gladiator. need any advice, you should not talk to me because apparently I'm not a very good tank. Tanking is very scary. Is I'll it? tell you yeah. that. I, I mean, dungeons are fine. You know, like whatever. But uh, I finally got to the point where it's like trials are open, and I'm just like, yeah. I don't want to tank trials. You know what I mean? Like then I got to work with another tank, and like it's very scary. I actually think it's easier uh, when there's another tank because it just takes some of the pressure off you because it's like yeah. But when it's just you fighting like a boss or whatever, it can be pretty intense if people start dropping. Um, yeah, so scary. They do definitely yell at you. Although, you know, I've been reading about it a lot and everyone's just like, just don't worry about it. Like, the, the, the worst thing to do as a tank is being afraid of being a tank, right? Most people are like, just put on your tank stance and play it like a DPS and you'll be fine. Yeah, no, totally. You know what I, I mean? I think like, that is true. Just be kind of aware of like, if a healer is getting mobbed, focus yeah. over there but yeah nine times out of ten it's just put on tank stance yeah. and then just go for it and attack try and do as much damage as you can and right? throwing like, throwing your shield is very useful because it draws aggro from like across the map so that and it looks awesome it does look awesome paladin looks awesome yeah i'll give you that but yeah, uh, yeah between vibe, but that's cool i'm glad to hear you're exploring funny. in like one day i got to like level 50 like <laughs> It's a, they level so fast, like you just get dungeon queues so fast. Like yeah. if, you, if you want to just do all the dungeons, it goes in no time. Yeah. But uh, one new game I played a lot this week was uh, Hades. Have you played that at all? No, but I've heard nothing but positive things about it. Yeah, me too. And so I wanted to jump in. Um, I saw it in early access, and um, I'll be honest, it seemed like just another roguelike. You know what I mean? When I when I saw it in its yeah, earlier I'm, stages, I always, I always think of Dead Cells. Yeah, and it kind of was, you know, like a, another roguelike. But I will say that um, I think it's very interesting what they've done with the the narrative uh, for that game. You know, it's uh, it's 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 a roguelike, but they kind of have an overarching narrative that kind of goes between runs, right? Like you're the oh, son cool. of Hades. I can't remember his name, but you're trying to escape hell. I think it's right? I think it's Hades Junior, right? Hades Junior the third, and you're trying to escape hell and. Uh, and so, like, your death is kind of part of that loop, right? Like, oh, okay. you, you can't actually die. You're immortal, right? So so you kind of uh, try and climb out of hell. And every time you die, it takes you back to the beginning. And Hades is like, yeah, I told you you couldn't fucking get out of here, right? But then, uh, like, the bosses that kill you and stuff are, like, like, Hades minions and stuff, right? So they're in, like, this lobby area. Hmm. And so... Uh, and you're cordial with them all right like none of them are mad at you or anything right so it's like um you know they're like oh i got you this time right or um you know you like you'll beat the first boss and you'll get to the second boss and then like after you die to the second boss you'll be in the waiting area and the first boss will be like oh like that dude got you and it's like yeah he's fucking tough right <laughs> that's so she's cool like, i love that and she's like oh i'm still gonna try and fucking kill you every time like you're not just like i'm not a pushover now you know like yeah like they'll they'll have these like these context conversations about each run right that's and even awesome. like that's such yeah. a it's like a, one of those things where it's a simple idea i'm sure it was a nightmare to implement but once you see it, it's like yeah of course why hasn't someone done that before that's so cool yeah and there's just this huge cast of characters right because like all the gods are like voice acted and represented i've heard they're and all so, extremely 
hot too. They're all extremely hot. Very sex. <laughs> it's a very sexy crowd. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, they're but, gods. Um, I mean, come on, that makes sense. Yeah, they are. But, of, of so, all the people to be sexy makes sense. So the majority of the upgrades, like it's you basically select a weapon at the beginning, and you don't find weapons. What you find are these like blessings from gods, right? And they'll kind of upgrade your skills. And so, like, uh, different gods will have different trees, right? Like, uh, is it Dionysus, the god of wine, right? Yeah, I think like, so. Um, like, his, his uh, upgrades will give you this, like, drunken effect, right? And so, like, it'll be like, oh, when you dash, you'll leave a pool of, like, drunkenness. And any enemy that touches it will get, like, poisoned or do less damage. You know what I mean? Because Just like drunk. real life. Just like real life. Um, you <laughs> know, and, like, Ares will give you these, like, Anywhere, anywhere you attack like you'll shoot out like death blades or something right like you know like they have all these they all have random ones you'll get with like random rarities but it's all in these like god schools right and huh. so you kind of and you get different ones throughout the whole thing right you'll you'll run into a different upgrade every every like encounter you clear and there's i don't know five to ten encounters a uh, level so you end up with just a ton of stuff right and um and so it gets it gets pretty pretty crazy you know like it, it gets pretty insane but it's fun man and i think the the way the narrative works is interesting it's kind of worn off on me now that i'm on the third floor and i've done you know 20 some odd runs right and i'm not i'm not progressing as fast right so it's not i'm not getting like new stuff right you know like um but even then like you know they kind of have context conversations around that but uh regardless i put in more than enough time i think it's fun and a great game and for I think it was twenty five bucks. I've heard it was twenty bucks. I don't know if the price went up or I just uh, paid too much, but um, I bought it on Steam. Nice and uh, and yeah, it's a it's a great game. It's definitely worth uh, worth twenty five bucks. You'll it get sounds, sounds like a good fit for the Switch. Is it? Do you know if yeah, it's on? It's Switch? on Switch. Yeah. I hear it runs really well on Switch. Nice. Uh, I just wanted to play it in high frame rate. On yeah, yeah, no, totally. PC. That makes sense. I just I like games like that that allow sort of those contained, repeatable experiences. Like I think Dead Cells is an amazing game for the Switch. Yeah, and I you know I probably put six or seven hours into it you know which yeah. is, to me is like even if i stop now like tons of value for 25 bucks oh and, yeah for sure you know i'll definitely keep playing it so i imagine i'll be 20 hours in and uh you know for that i think it's just a, it's a great game i think it's a good choice and Sweet. i know everyone's kind of gushing about it i'm not gushing about it but i do think it's good it's really good yeah. you know especially in this time it's, it's great it's fun talking about good games you know yeah, anytime a game comes out that's good i'm always like great no one no one is harmed by this <laughs> good games are way better than bad games you know i know that's a that's a hot take and a really controversial opinion but it's a brave one and i'm glad we finally said it i'm very brave all right <laughs> just so you guys know i'm a very brave fan um except, right, except when it comes to horror games except, well that's not brave that's stupidity okay <laughs> that's recklessness uh, that's recklessness and uh you're asking for trouble when playing those those devil horror games okay <laughs> uh let's take a quick break and then we'll jump into some of this uh wild news for the week Leo, how was your break? Did you buy Hades during the break? I didn't, but I was trapped in hell and spent oh, a great geez. deal of time trying to escape. It was um difficult. I saw a lot yeah. of things I will never forget, and I don't know, man. It was rough, but I'm glad to be back. Well, Nix is a homie, right? She's not your real mom, but she takes good care of you. So, you know, treat her right. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> treat her right. Nothing uh, else. If nothing else, uh, make friends. You know, if your journey out of hell is really about the friends you made along the way. So <laughs> yeah, at the end of the journey, it's it's who you don't met forget that that. really matters. Don't, don't forget that. Um, so we got some news. It's a lot of Microsoft news, and Man, they just can't, they just can't get, they can't, we can't keep their names out of our mouth. 
we can't keep their names out of our mouth. They're like the Kanye West of video <laughs> games, right? Yeah, like, in more ways than one, yes. Yeah, we might not like them, but we can't stop talking about them, you know? <laughs> I actually love Kanye music, but... Um, I like Microsoft a lot more than Kanye. Um, yeah, I think as a whole. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. So Microsoft, the big news of the week. So Microsoft this is bought... big news. Microsoft bought or is planning to buy. I guess it hasn't officially gone through yet, but it's it's basically done. Uh, Zenimax. So if you're not familiar with Zenimax, it's basically Bethesda. Everything you know as Bethesda Game Studios, Bethesda Publishing, um, falls under Zenimax. Uh, that includes. Uh, let me see. Here, where's the list of what it includes? Uh, Id, Arcane, Machine Games, Tango GameWorks, Roundhouse Studios, and Alpha Dog. Uh, this cost them seven point five billion dollars. This is the second, the second largest gaming acquisition behind uh, Supercell, which Tencent bought for eight point six billion dollars. Oh, that's right, I forgot about that. And that's yeah, yeah. that's that was uh, they make that's Clash of Clans, right? Clash of Clans, Clash Royale. Yeah, yeah they make was, good games. That was big money. Yeah. It's huge money. I, I'm sure they've made it tenfold by now. But um, yeah, huge. I mean, uh, to put it in perspective. Um, Disney bought Marvel and Lucas for uh, $8 billion. So it was $4 billion apiece for those properties, right? So it's, this is yeah, about... It's mind-boggling. This, this is about on par. Um, yeah, I think... I'm looking... Sorry. No, I was going to say, I think the best way to start here, because this is a big conversation, is just some of the name, some of the games, right? So that means, obviously, that the obvious ones, like Elder Scrolls Six, which doesn't exist as far as we know, but, you know, there's mm-hmm. money there. Skyrim. Skyrim's in the top 20. I actually looked this up like the top 20 best-selling games of all time and skyrim is in there so you know they sold many copies of skyrim so this is not a small you know elder scrolls is big money starfield which i guess everyone keeps talking about even though we know as far as i know nothing about it whatsoever nothing i'm not sure why people are talking about it like it's gonna be the shit and then the old classics yeah like you said id so we got doom we also have Fallout on Bethesda's side, which Fallout 4, I think, is pretty, pretty bad game, but it sold extremely well. I think Fallout 4 is so bad. Yeah, it sucks. But anyway, um, all this to say, like, there's a lot of big names here, and it is exciting. Arcane Dishonor, yeah, Dishonor 2, which is actually something I was going to talk about. I've been playing that a lot, and it's great. So, they, yeah, they got those people. They got Machine yeah. Games, which is Wolfenstein, which are great. I don't think they're huge sellers, but they're, you know, there's a lot of talent here. Yeah, I think the last Wolfenstein didn't do as well as even though it was fucking rad. The the it was so cool. one. Oh no no yeah. that one sucked. I'm sorry. I hated that yeah. one. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was. Yeah, no, that one's bad. Ugh. Um, yeah. Anyway, all that to say, a lot of talented people, a lot of great names, a lot of great games. But seven point. What did you say? Seven point six billion dollars. Seven point five. Yeah. Is it that good? Like that's. I mean, I know they know what they're doing, and I'm sure there's number crunchers for a deal like that. But that seems pretty fucking high what do you think well i think it's super high and i think it's it's you're really paying for something that's so gonna deliver so late you know what i mean like if at uh, all if at all like because i really think the um your real money makers on here like yeah your wolfensteins are great your dooms will do well right but not not 7.5 billion dollars well like you're really leaning on these bethesda games like you're a fallout bethesda put out a good game like yeah and your elder scrolls and it's a lot of faith that they're gonna do something in that space that is like worthwhile and valid um you know i tweeted out earlier in the week that like um the one thing i've learned about games in these past few years 
is that the people that used to make games don't know how to make games anymore. You know, uh, like they're so out of touch with um, with kind of what's required and what's expected. Yeah. And I think you saw that with Fallout 4. You saw that with Fallout 76. And Bioware. Like, yeah. Anthem. And Bioware, Anthem, right? Um, but I think Bethesda's proven multiple times that, like, they're really not in touch with um, with what they need to deliver as a product, you know? And so in that respect, I was just like, this seems strange, you know? Um, my assumption is that this is far more about having these marquee titles on Game Pass, like, without having to make, like, I assume there was some kind of, like, they're trying to make a deal to get them right and they're like just by the company and microsoft's like uh all right you know all right fine right Phil like, Spencer's like just... hold on i just got to set a couple of tags hold on yeah okay yeah 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 no problem approved <laughs> yeah like it really i i you know there's been rumors that today max has been wanting to sell for quite a long time um so it's not super surprising like ea talked about buying them there was i saw an article earlier saying that ea was Jesus. thinking about acquiring them as well um so it's it. not Ugh. yeah i don't know if microsoft's a lot better to be honest but at least um, at least microsoft is um i mean at least they kind of open their shit up to other consoles like you know they just published ori on the switch they're not you know they're yeah. they seem a little more flexible than some other companies like more so than nintendo for example yeah do you think these games are going to come to playstation 5 yes if they ever come oh, out for sure they will yeah, I, it, so I assume it'll be a time exclusive though it'll be like you know four months but because yeah i don't think bethesda would have sold if they could only publish on xboxes or pc no no way i'd in some way still be surprised with a timed exclusive just because of the cost they paid for these games um in some ways i feel like they need to make uh the publishing money on these games and i just think the next i think if i don't know i haven't i don't have the math no one knows the math of it right but i bet overall volume of sales is lower on a timed exclusive than it is on a simultaneous release you know what I mean? Um, just because, you know, people on the on the second receiving console don't get to be part of the initial release cycle, and so they don't ever buy the game. Like I think for a lot of people buying a game, um, one of the one of the factors in buying a game is being part of that kind of initial conversation and experiencing with other people. Yeah. And by kind of uh, robbing that from people, they just decide not to invest in that game. Um, yeah. And I would assume that you have lower total sell through. And, um, you know, I think with the cost of this, of ZeniMax, they kind of need to maximize sell through on these products to justify it at all. What do you, you think? Know? What do you think about them just doing Game Pass for a month, say? Like you can play all these games on Game Pass and then there's a physical release across all platforms. Um, I mean, I guess that. I mean, that would, that, that would, that would be a surge of signups. It'd probably be like when the last season of Game of Thrones came out, right? And everyone signed up for HBO and then immediately canceled it afterwards. But even so, like, That'd be pretty big if they announce a new Fallout and the only way you can play it for a month is is through a subscription service. I could see that being. I mean, I guess I don't know that there's a lot of questions there, but I could see that being attractive. I could if I was excited about playing a Fallout game. Yeah, I'm not. I this isn't for me you and know, you like, necessarily, so... but I, I I do think yeah, there's value or like a new Doom again. None of these, yeah, I like a lot that's of these what, games, but saying. none of them are like you know GTA. If they bought Rockstar, that'd be one thing. Yeah, none of these are games that I'm like, oh, I gotta sign yeah, up. So gotta I can get, get into Xbox. this, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, or even I gotta sign up for Game Pass and play it on my PC. Even, yeah, even paying the whatever it's gonna co- end up costing, right? Probably fifteen, twenty dollars. But that price is gonna go up. Game Pass is going to be more expensive. We know this, right? Like, yeah, how can uh, it not be? 
how could it not get more and more expensive? Yeah, this is that's, the same thing Netflix did, right? It was like yeah. six bucks, and then they just kept raising it, and you know, rightfully so. That's fifteen bucks right now, yeah. you know. Um, and so even then, even if it was like fifteen bucks, I'm not like, oh, I gotta play the new Wolfenstein. Let me pay the fifteen bucks this month. Like maybe, you know, like it, I could see it happening, but I'm not like, um, it's not. I'm not get absolutely you, it's motivated. Not get you into their what they want, which is for you to be in there. I don't know what they want. <laughs> where i'm realistically planning to spend 500 dollars to play demon souls remastered right you know what i mean i'm not realistically being like i'll pay 15 bucks to play the new wolfenstein when it comes yeah. out like you know like the the disparity in those things is um is palatable right like like it's it's pretty uh it's pretty insane yeah i just it seems like way too much money for something that um uh, seems a lot more uh um a lot more interesting on paper than i think it is when you actually look at when these things are going to release and what's actually going to release yeah and kind of uh the excitement around those products i agree i think that the other inter- there's two interesting things one which is a thought i just had which is like they probably i mean again i hate to just assume the best about people but i assume if you're talking about almost eight billion dollars like there's a lot of conversations about the value proposition i assume that bethesda showed them what they were working on and it was worth getting excited about you know like i can't imagine if they're like so how's the elder scroll six and they're like bad yeah. that they'd be like okay I, you know what i mean like i'm sure it's all very early but i there must be a reason they did it you know and i know that's not really a great conversation starter like i'm sure they had a good reason but with that level of money like i'm not saying it was a good idea necessarily or even defending it but there's there's a lot we don't know i guess and i think we do yeah, yeah i just feel like we do a lot of assuming yes. that microsoft knows yeah um, <laughs> what a good game is true we've given and- we've been giving them the benefit of the doubt for a while now <laughs> I think we constantly, and, and you know, I do this too. You do this. Everyone does this where we're like, you know, they got people in place that are, you know, protecting that money and making sure it's a good investment and, yeah. you know, doing projections down the road. People but, make mistakes. And I think we've seen time and time again with Microsoft that they don't know what a good game is, you know, and I think that's what's so like difficult about this is it's like, I'm sure they thought Halo Infinite was ready to show, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like they obviously have yeah. a distorted view of their products or or nostalgic products in general and what their value is and what fan response is going to be and uh and even like the fable trailer, I don't think people were hyped you know like all this like oh, all yeah. this kind of um revisionist history they're trying to sell doesn't seem to be working in a way that that seems to it seems to make me think that they had a different idea about how these things were going to go and they're constantly caught on their back foot yeah and um it'd be hard to be caught on your back foot when you just spent seven and a half billion dollars yeah you know? that's gonna be a yeah that's gonna be that's gonna come up in your performance evaluation you know so hey i see you spent 7.6 billion dollars why yeah you're gonna have to attach some supporting documents to <laughs> yeah that i'm gonna need a deck or two i think yeah um yeah. the other the other thing that i think is interesting and i know this is probably just a matter of timing right but the, the fact that all these ps5 uh, you know, trailers included Bethesda products. Yeah, I think it just kind of muddies the waters a little bit because anyone who, you know, if you're following it closely like we are, it's one thing, but if you're kind of just like, didn't I just see a Bethesda logo in the PS5 showcase? Like, isn't Arcane the ones making Deathloop? Like, what the hell's going on over there? It's just, and I know that's probably just because those deals have been done years ago, but it still just muddies the waters of like, what the hell, what is going on here? Like, Bethesda yeah. games will be coming out on PS5. And so, I think they put themselves in a position where, like, it's hard for them to leverage, like, uh, any exclusivity, right? right yeah, like, exactly. Like, it's, um, 
they're a bad like they're like we're the good guys we're customer centric and we make the good choices uh and we just spend all this money but don't worry we got to do the right thing and it's like uh Maybe you need to be a little more. <laughs> you should make some uh, good games. How about that? Yeah, start start and, there, and spend your money in a way that's going to like drive people to your products, right? Like, don't like you don't have to be the good guy, but you you've positioned yourself in this way that it's it's it all comes off hypocritical, right? Like when you do anything that is self serving, yeah, right. And you should be self serving. This is business, right? Like, um, you know, I I think the trying to play the the nice guy angle right like is such a a difficult place to be when it comes to uh, a business especially a retail business you know yeah and um, i agree you know it's uh yeah i think it's it's real ugly and i think it's there's a lot of downside possible for this right um well, and yeah no it, 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 it yeah it is it's interesting i can't wait to see how it keeps moving forward but the good news is microsoft's firing on all cylinders on every other front so yeah there's I no mean, other issues did you uh, get your pre-order in for your? Uh, I tried. Whatever no, they I, call these consoles, I didn't. I did not try. Whatever, whatever this new one's called. It's Xbox. called like the series. No, it's it's called the Series X, right? Series S and Series X. Uh, did you see that screenshot that the One S uh, or One X uh, was like charging on Amazon the on release day for the Series oh, X? God. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Like I don't know I what everyone's complaining about. I got one. It was cheap yeah, too. It was, like, it was. It was. Well, that I think the the real crazy part is uh, how close the pricing is. It's bad between a series, like it, a, a, a a one S and a series S are both three hundred dollars. Yeah, I, right? I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago when I actually considered getting an Xbox just for the rare collection. I was like, they must be pretty cheap by now. Like, I just need the shittiest one they have. I don't care. I just I really want to play one game. And and I was like, what three hundred dollars? Are you well, fucking and, high? And that adds so much to the confusion factor, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. Like if you're if your birthday's coming up and you know, you're like, Oh, I just want an Xbox. I want the new Xbox yeah. when it comes out. That's what we keep thinking. Like, like if you had and like, oh the cheap one's fine. It's called the Series S and your your mom goes on Amazon's like Xbox and it's like Xbox One S and you're like, Okay, it's supposed to be three hundred dollars. It's the cheap this one. Is the S. Yeah. Yeah, this is the S version. Uh that's the one, right? And then you order and it's like it's showing up on Tuesday. It's like that doesn't seem right, but I guess it is. You know, like um Yeah, it's just <laughs> crazy bad. having the same MSRP, the same name minus one <laughs> word. They're the same colors. Well, like, like remember when the when when Nintendo did this with the Wii U and it was I mean, it was a failure for a lot of reasons, but a huge part of it was because like, what is this, an expansion? Like what the hell is this? Even? Yeah. It was just a and bad name. That- it was just a bad name, like killed that entire console. I'm sure there was other things too, but like this is not something to be taken lightly. And and Microsoft is different. I, you know, I, I think it's a different situation. But even so, like, why did they do that? Just why? I, I cannot fathom when they thought this was a good idea. I know it's like turned into a meme at this point. But all that aside, why the hell did they call it this? Really? Yeah. So, well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's I, fucking crazy. It's, it makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. Uh, but granted, you know, this isn't what we're going to talk about. Uh, it's just the pre-orders. <laughs> pre-orders were a nightmare. There's just right? a lot to talk about with Microsoft. Yeah, no, for sure. So we all saw Sony's pre-orders become a nightmare in their own right. Uh, they just launched whenever they yeah. were going up. It was, you had to follow Twitter and and try and luck out and find a PlayStation. Well, which I'm sure Microsoft was excited about because they're like, "Cool, we already, you know, we'll do this right. We have a little bit of a head start here." We'll, I mean, they were we'll congratulating right. themselves ahead of time, like yeah. you know, making posts on Twitter. Do that. Like, yeah. yeah. 
Like we're ready for you. This is when it's going live, and we're the know, we're the good guys. You're gonna be ready to go. And it was a fucking nightmare. Like every merchant site crashed. I will say the good news for them, at least people wanted their consoles. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, it could be worse. Um, like imagine if yeah, they just nobody uh, even tested the infrastructure because nobody bought one. That would be worse. Yeah. yeah, but Microsoft site crashed. All the vendors crashed. Like. Because, you know, you can't just have them all release it the same second, right? Because everyone's going to try and just buy them on that second. Yeah. And then you kind of run into this, like, you know, all these sites are trying to come back up and trying to put inventory back up. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, and everyone's Nvidia. querying against those sites. And, yeah, everyone's querying against those sites while they're trying to get them back up. And there's up. bots, and, too. Yeah, and there's bots. And yeah. it's just a nightmare. And, uh, you know, I, the buzz I heard was it was harder to get an Xbox than it was to get a PlayStation because of, like, at least for a PlayStation, if you were like looking, it was like, oh, some just went up on Target, and it's like, I'll get one off Target, right? Yeah. Um, like I saw PlayStations in stock when I was looking uh, at PlayStations. Did you get uh, one? X- no, I didn't buy one. Yeah. So I want the I want the um the no disc one. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't have that one in stock. Because uh, I think it looks better. To be honest, it does like I yeah, the I disc, have discs. The disc is weird. It like kind of looks like a tumor. Yeah, I have discs like ps4 discs i could use on the new one but it's like i just think the form factor looks nicer like yeah. that's the only really yeah, that's to me like that's a bigger thing than being able to play i got a ps4 i can play those games if i want to hook it up and play old games i can do that um, yeah totally but yeah uh it seems like a real a real nightmare and there's um, no excuse right i mean i know it's complicated yeah. we've you know again we've we've been part of these launches before it's not it's not simple that said there was no reason for this to happen I just <laughs> like there wasn't. Yeah. There's no real reason. I don't understand this like the way they do these pre-order systems, right? Where it's like it's live, everyone just fucking hammer it. You know, it seems like like such a There's gotta dumb... be a better way. Yeah, like <laughs> why not like why don't you like like raffle, right? Like you ahead of time, you show interest and they'll send you an email saying you are approved for a pre-order yeah you've got one hour if you just enter this it, code and yeah whatever and and you're good right um like i don't see why that's not a thing you know like sony did that actually on their site with the with playstations right like you kind of had to sign up for pre-orders which makes sense and now bots can't get them all right because yeah. they're limited right like um and, you know it just seems more fair than the system of like maybe the site won't break when you go on it you know like like it, it just seems so crazy. It's stupid. Another stupid thing is uh, <laughs> Amazon. Amazon took a ton of pre-orders, and then they sent out emails saying, uh, "This is a Jeff Keighley tweet, but I saw a bunch of these flying around on Twitter." Yeah. Uh, Hello, we're contacting you about your order of Xbox Series X to let you know in advance that you may not receive this item on the day it is released due nice. to high demand. We are making every effort with the supplier to pro- to procure more inventory. We will provide additional updates once more information becomes available. You can track the shipment, blah 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 blah. That's the uh, so Amazon. That's, that's the email I got when I ordered Animal Crossing during COVID. Really, I got that exact email, and I was like, no. And it did actually arrive the same day, but it was uh, that's good. it's exact same. I I remember that email very clearly. <laughs> yeah. So like, even the pre-orders that do go in, it's like we might not honor them. Yeah. We'll you see. know, I don't know. Maybe we're hedging our bets. Like you know, it just seems so fucking so shitty. Uh, this whole. <laughs> <laughs> this whole pre-order system is a real fucking nightmare i don't i don't it's know dumb. I don't... It, it's dumb and it does kind of we talked a little bit about this before but it's like you know the fact that microsoft couldn't pull this off means that they both failed which sucks but it's actually good for sony 
But at the end of the day, it's just incompetence. And it does it does kind of stain the whole thing with... Uh, I didn't try and order one. I don't care. I'm not part of the pre-order culture thing. Yeah. But even so, as an outsider, I'm like, yeah, this just sucks, man. Like, it just makes everyone angry and bitter and looks bad. And, like, no good comes from this, you know? Yeah, I think we both agreed. Any parody is a win for Sony. Yeah. You know? Yeah, sadly. And, so, and Microsoft and really had, like... They had this one. They could have They could have done it. This was, this was handed to them. That's what's so strange to me is I don't think Microsoft is finding good ways to like win these moments you know and it seems like they have every like they should be very encouraged to try and win these moments and they just don't yeah it's you know? like they have this weird marketing strategy that like hasn't worked and they just keep with it no one understands it and they're like one of these days it's gonna work but it just yeah one of these it. days you know like, even the, like the lead up like the the like launch like the announcement videos like the the shows we've had these past few months about the two consoles and the next yeah. gen games and stuff it's like None of this has been good. Like Microsoft hasn't done any good with these, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, I understand their goal is to, like keep leveraging this uh, subscription service, uh, but I don't like. Is that is that who they want to be? Like, I I just don't see that being um, what they think it's going to. You know, I don't think it's going to have the legs they think it will, or um, you know, maybe that's all they want. But if it is, like, why continue to try and like play this game? Why are they making and, like? Why are they making consoles? Yeah, why are you making consoles? In a lot of ways, why are you even making games? Like, if yeah. you just want to be a subscription service, like... Yeah, just partner just up with Sony games. and Nintendo. Done. Like yeah. Sega did. Just, yeah, just sell all the games. Like, just be the one-stop place, right? Like, yeah, like you can, I don't... I, I could see Microsoft taking on Steam in, like, a yeah. in a meaningful way. They they certainly have the infrastructure to do that. They could buy Steam, probably. Like, that would probably... Yeah, you're right. If that's the direction they want to go in, which I'm sure is a viable one in theory... But they, they kind of have this weird, they're sort of caught between, and it, I understand it's like transitional, but even so, it just, they just hadn't released a new Xbox, man, really, that's all. <laughs> like, yeah, like, is it pride? Like, I don't know why yeah. they want to be, like, why do they want to be on the entertainment center, right? Because it seems like that's the last thing they want, but it's also... Yeah, yeah, like, and even from the beginning, right? Like, they sold the original Xbox a huge loss, mm-hmm. and then the Xbox 360 did well. I can see why they were like, okay, cool, I think we have this figured out, and then they just were like actually never mind <laughs> actually never mind we don't yeah. have this figured out yeah they don't and they yeah they don't know how yeah That's I, don't very know. I, I don't i don't need to get into another xbox like microsoft beatdown it's session hard not i feel like to, we do that know? i feel like we do that every week um but yeah it's hard not it's hard to understand the rationale behind yeah uh well kind and, of what's going on over there yeah and every week i always say like hey we want microsoft to be good like if 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 we were excited about this, that would be awesome. I take no joy in like talking shit about Microsoft. It's just impossible to talk about facts without them looking bad. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, yeah. it just is. And their things are just less than, you know, like that's... Yeah, I mean, even me, if you all... love their franchises, which I don't yeah, it... particularly, but even if you did, you'd have to admit, like, it's just not working. Yeah, it all boils down for me is it's just like, it's all just not as good, right? Like, and not the console, but just the games, right? Like, like their version of everything's just not as good, and yeah, it's and that's, hard. that's subjective, of course. But I don't know. I mean, I, I don't agree know with if you. It is right. Like I don't know if it's really that subjective, uh, especially if you like compare it to Sony and Nintendo, right? Like, um, you know, if those three are the three console makers you want to talk about, like Microsoft is nowhere in that conversation when it comes to first party games. You know? Yeah, and it's just, I think part of that's yeah. clear. Like, yeah, when you look at Japan. Too, they're like what the hell is an xbox yeah like yeah <laughs> and like, i'm starting is... to feel that way too and i'm, I'm I... here in america where microsoft is from or the united states like, 
and what are you getting it to play you know like that's yeah that's the thing to me is like what are you getting it to play conquer's like, bad fur day reloaded okay i, I think forza <laughs> is the only microsoft game i've given a shit about in such a long time you know yeah um and it's a good racing game sure. but it's just a racing game. but it's you not know, a console like, seller yeah you're not gonna yeah, buy a new xbox so you could play forza yeah it's crazy maybe flight it's, simulator but then you're not gonna play fight flight simulator on your xbox i wouldn't think then again who it's knows? not on xbox not yet yeah i mean i i will be surprised if and when that launch i mean they say it will but i'll be surprised to see that thing on the xbox console right like just because the oh, control scheme that and, and it's, it's just gonna be completely yeah it's gonna be totally like a compromised version it'd be a nightmare yeah, and i can't even run size. on a good computer <laughs> like and even just the size of it it's like 150 gigs yeah. right like it's it's ridiculous like it's a it's a ridiculous game um yeah i i don't know but, and that's the kind of stuff uh, microsoft should be doing like it's cool they made that but i just don't understand why they're trying they're kind of like they just need to figure out who they want to be really is what it comes down to like do you want to go sega route i know sega didn't do so hot but like microsoft has infinite money they can do whatever they want it's just they can't seem to make up their mind like what yeah. is their strategy anyway yeah that's my thing too i just don't feel like they i don't feel like they know and that to me that's like they have to know yeah. You know, like, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, like, it, Sony it's so knows. hard to find. Nintendo knows, like, they are quite clear, both of them. It's yeah. a different strategy, but they are, they, they make missteps, but they're pretty clear, and it's working for them. Yeah, it's just the equation doesn't add up with Microsoft. That's what's so, yeah. like, boggling, right? Like, it's so hard to solve down, like, <laughs> like, what they're doing, what their goal is, what's the strategy. Like, none of it seems, none of what happens and what it seems they're saying they want to happen seems to add up, you know? So it's just <laughs> yeah. like. It's always it's like, vague and it's all, yeah. yeah, and wrong, like just wrong. Um, all right, well, we'll we'll stop beating on them for a minute because we got a new a new challenger. Ooh, coming into this uh, new challenger this, enters the ring into this gaming battle royale. Okay, and this one, I think this is actually pretty interesting. Uh so Amazon announces its own game streaming service. Mm called luna i think the name is very bad um, well what's annoying I, is it reminds me of moonlight which is the android streaming service which is not owned by amazon but it's like very close anyway so i think what's cool is that they're going for like a a channel approach right so you'll pay uh i think their introductory was six dollars a month uh for early access and that would include uh quite a few games uh in that initial assortment I'm looking at the list. I think it's like 25 or something. Um, but then uh, the service is supposed to work. You would buy channels, right? So there's like a, it looks like a Ubisoft channel here. Oh, um, yeah. And so you would kind of add on, like kind of like they do with the uh, Prime Video, right? Where it's like, oh, I want the Stars channel oh, I and I want this, right? And so you would add different channels. And I think if those channels have provide a good value, right? Or if they're interesting, you know, if they work out interesting deals where it's like, I want an RPG channel. You know what I mean? Like I could see that be very interesting. Um, I don't know though. It seems like the money deals behind these streaming services have been the, um, the real like uh, deal breaker with all of these, right? Like, I don't think anyone really knows how to monetize them the right way. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Including I mean, Xbox, right. And yeah. running into its issues with the iPhone and how, you know, how do we get people to pay for these things yep. without, uh, you know, all the just, partners just, losing their just mind. Just call Tim Sweeney. He seems to have it figured out. 
Yeah, call 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 Timmy. He knows how to how to make these deals work. I mean, I think the but. the really the the key part here, the the only reason this is sort of exciting is because of Twitch, right? I mean, in theory, yeah. this was sort of the promise of Stadia was the integration of YouTube and streaming and games. Like, there is still something very compelling about the idea of you're watching your favorite streamer, they're playing Fall Guys or whatever, and you're just like. I'm just going to hop in. You just press a button and suddenly you're in the game, right? I mean, we're still a little ways from realizing that, but that is a compelling value proposition without a question. Um, and Twitch and Amazon integrating that smoothly, you know, that is interesting. But I'm still just not convinced that this business model is like, I mean, clearly it doesn't work, right? No one's made any money from this yet. And that's not to say yeah. they couldn't keep trying or that they never will. But I guess, I guess Amazon, they're probably just like, why not? We already have the infrastructure. And we talked about this when Stadia launched. We're like, Amazon would be better at this because yeah. they're just set up to to do this. They already sell games. All their infrastructure is essentially set up to do this anyway. So I have no question. That I, I, I'm sure it'll be a better service than Stadia. I'm sure it'll be more thoughtfully integrated. But I still am not convinced that, like, who is this for? I feel like there's a third-party marketing com- company out there somewhere. <laughs> it is really keep- good. <laughs> Yeah, that has a deck that has like, you know, the future is game streaming services. Yeah, and they, yeah and their like, biggest clients are Microsoft, Google, and, and Amazon. Yeah and, yeah, and they've just been going like company to company being like, so here's our toolkit, selling right? Selling snake oil. And, yeah, selling snake oil and being like, showing them these crazy projections, right? Like, I don't know if you ever were in those meetings when we were at Newegg about like, um, you know, like a marketing company would come in and, and have this like pitch about like, Oh, if we use this new ad tool, like, yeah. you know, here's our projections. And, you know, they always just have these like dreams of like, you know, you're probably going to make like $20 million in the first year if you give us $10,000. Yeah. You know, like, you'd be, they all have, you'd be a fool not. They all have these like p- these perfect pitches. And it feels like that's what's happening in this space because it feels like everyone's trying to do the same thing. Um, and it sort of looks the same and has the same vibe of like, this ain't going to work. Right, what <laughs> they all like, everyone's doing it, and um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I, I, I had a lot of hope when Stadia was launching that they were gonna find, um, fun like intelligent ways to monetize it yeah. to make it very accessible, make it different, uh, not a company, make it, not a competitor, but something different. That, make it that's totally I think different. where they fell down. Yeah, make it very accessible to people that don't play games, yeah. right? Um, give people a chance to play games without like huge uh. Not even huge, just like without having to invest into those games uh, at the front, right? Yeah. Um, like through ads, like even if they only had like older games, but they were all ad supported, and it was kind of that was the whole service. I'd be like, that's cool, you know. Like I think that's a cool service, but you know, trying to be a competitor and sell sixty dollar now seventy dollar titles, um, it just it's such a it's never gonna work. And I think you know, even the Luna thing, if it can. If they can find some way that the value proposition makes sense, I could see maybe, but um, you know, I don't know. I, I just I I just don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean again, it's like I'm sure they wouldn't be doing it if they didn't think they could make money from it, but or maybe they are, right? Maybe maybe again, maybe they're just like, We already have all this shit, we might as well. <laughs> you know? Like I know it sounds yeah. silly, but you never know. I just I wish we knew how many people used Cloud gaming. I want to know. I really would love to know Stadia's numbers because I don't know. I literally, I know one person who has a Stadia controller and they they bought it because it's they're in the business. I have never talked to a single person who's like, "Hey, what what have you been playing?" Oh, I've been playing, you know, Red Dead Redemption Two on Stadia. 
I've not, I've not talked to a single person who said that. That's not to say there aren't any, but like, it clearly did not catch on in the way they were hoping. But I don't know the numbers, and I am quite curious. I know they keep showing the ads, but then again, they're showing them on YouTube where it's free. So, yeah, I'm seeing like a. I, I looked up like how many people use cloud gaming services, and all of the all of the articles I'm finding don't say how many. They just say that they expect huge numbers by 2024, and the, I feel like this must be the company that's selling yeah, it's the, the third-party marketing company. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's it's all this like we expect it to be at four billion dollars by twenty twenty four. You can say like, that about anything. You can say that about anything. Um, yeah, I just don't know who uses it. I've never, I've never met anyone that's used these services or has used them. I, I maybe I know a couple people that have used. Um, I mean, I guess I've tried them before. Right, I know some people that have tried some of these services, but I don't know anyone that games on them, you know? Yeah, like, um, nobody, I don't know anyone who started a new Destiny 2 character, and that's the primary way they play, is through Stadia, no, or xCloud, or, what, or whatever. No, never. Maybe someone's been tricked, right? Like, they don't know <laughs> that they're playing on the cloud. And Well, if uh, that were the person, case, that would be good. That means yeah, it works right? really well. Yeah, I'm not saying that in a disparaging way. Yeah. You know? Um but, so, uh, so it sounds to me like you will not be an early Luna adopter. Um, I signed up. I'm down oh, did to you? try it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. we'll I, see. Look, I look forward to hearing about it. Do Do they have a sense of when it's actually going to be released? Um, there was something in this article. Uh, early access. Let's see. Amazon. Oh, it just says soon. Amazon Luna will enter early access soon. It will be available on Windows 10, PC, Mac, iPhone, iPad and fire tv devices when it launches how are they going to get uh, around the app store are they going to use a web-based app oh okay which they can do which yeah, it was sure. one of the things that they offered for uh for, XCloud. for, for our boy tim yeah or for um oh. tim and for microsoft yeah they said you know like uh if you want to do third-party payment stuff it has to, it can launch into a browser right and you can do that but even uh, looking at the at the website, the Luna landing page, I like how it even says Luna landing page in the URL. That's funny. Um, it looks half-baked, man. It's like, it says Luna Plus, $5.99 a month, and then Ubisoft's coming soon. But it has a lot of disclaimers like Ultimate Editions with DLC for select titles. Up to 1080p, 60fps, 4K coming soon. Stream on one device at a time. Like, it's all just, none of that sounds cool. None that all just sounds cool. like, oh, cool. So it's like a shittier way to play the games I already own. Yeah, like stop trying to cover your ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and if you can't, yeah, if it's not actually exciting, then why the hell should I buy it? Yeah. And I, I, I do love that they just they just literally copied the Wii controller, though. Or the, the Switch Pro. Yeah, was, yeah, like, yeah it's exactly the same. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it is crazy. <laughs> um, so are you going you gonna to get in on Luna when it launches here? Uh, no. You're going to get the Luna... Luna Luna pad. I don't know what they call it. <laughs> That's actually not a bad name. Gotta get that Ubisoft channel, you know, so I can play uh, Watch Dogs Legion from, I the, love the, from the cloud. I love the Ubisoft channel. Okay, It's, it's, it's really it's, the best channel. Yeah, it's my favorite channel. It's I got like Far Cry and Assassin's Creed. What's their, what's their fucking battle royale called? Hyperspace? Hyper, Hyperscape? Hyperscape. Yeah, I'm, I gotta play Hyperscape on the Ubisoft channel yeah. with my bros. They do have Siege, but I can't imagine Siege is gonna be ideal for Luna, no. can I take my save with me too? Because I got no. a lot of operators. Of course, not. and that's 
I gotta get. Don't be ridiculous. I gotta get Dokubi over to the to the (laughs) to the cloud. Okay, Dokubi of all people would know how to get there. If I can't take her on the cloud, I'm not going. That's all I gotta say. (laughs) What's the life without Dokubi? Not worth it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm a Ella main, but Dokubi's got a Dokubi has a a space in your heart. Yeah, I have a soft spot in my heart for for Dokubi. Okay, Um, (laughs) yeah, that's fucking fucked up. Fuck that service. Leo, is there anything else you wanted to jump into before we get out of here? I think we've done a pretty good job at uh, nailing the news this week. No, I think we covered everything. Um, yeah, again, I always say this, but like, I know we talk a lot of shit about Microsoft, but if anyone has opinions that are different than ours, I would be very interested to hear them. I think sometimes we just talk to each other about this stuff because we're awesome and interesting. But if there is someone who's genuinely excited about the Series X or whatever it's called, I'd love to hear that perspective. Honestly, I really would. Also, you got the same opinions as us. That's fine, we too. Also, yeah. Totally. Well, so I'm down to be If you feel re- like you, it's important that you tell us how right we are, I think we can, we'll be all right with that. <laughs> I love those. I love that kind of stuff. So <laughs> feel free. Um, all right. Great. Yeah. TechYeahPodcast at gmail.com if you want to send those hot takes. Uh, you can tweet at us, Tech yeah Podcast. Uh, we have a Facebook page. We got a website, TechYeahPodcast.com. Uh, we, we're going yeah, to make a Tech Yeah Luna channel. <laughs> soon as yeah, we're going to do we're gonna do the Luna cast, uh, all about <laughs> Luna. Um, so uh, we expect that in the future. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we love you. Be safe and uh, go play some games.